Hello, my faithful and fellow listeners. Welcome to another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I am your host, Dave Pace, and this uh, this is part three of my top 25 favorite rappers of all time. Now, if you haven't listened to part one or part two, go back and listen to part one and part two. Because... And you know what? I don't want to really give y'all a rundown. I really don't. I'm not giving y'all. I'm, I'm not. I'm not recapping. I'm not recapping. I'm not going to recap because I want y'all to go back and listen to part one and part two because I made a grave mistake. <clears throat> I made a grave mistake at the number twenty-three spot where I put DMX. I made a grave mistake. Yeah, I made a terrible mistake, but see, I should have planned better. Anyway, this is part three of my top 25 favorite rappers of all time. This is part three. And on this list for this episode, so for this part of my list on this episode, I will be giving you numbers 10, 9, 8, 7, and 6. And then part 4 will be 5 through 1. So, without further ado, nah, let me not say further ado. Because allow me to take this moment, take this time to express to all of you that... On June the 9th, I will be collaborating, partnering, competing against Lechosa's Hot Sauce in the Hot Wing Contest. It's not necessarily the Hot Wing Contest. It's more about stamina. It's more about endurance. It's more about how much pain can you take. So they will be having one chicken wing. For each flavor of hot sauce that they make. It's about six flavors, so you know, six wings. And with each wing, with each passing chicken wing, the temperature will be turned up a bit. It's gonna get a bit hotter and hotter and hotter. And it's all about how much pain can you withstand, right? So on June the 9th. Myself and a few other of my and a few other members of Bout Nothing Nation will be traveling to Nashville to take on Lechosa's Hot Sauce and their team. And you know what? I don't even know if it's a team versus team thing. It could be every man or woman for themselves. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see when we get there. We, we haven't talked that much about it. I, I'm trying to psych myself up instead of instead of psyching myself out. Um, I am excited. If you want to view it, because it's going to be eligible for for viewers, be sure to follow Lechosa's Hot Sauce on Instagram. That's Lechosa's Hot Sauce, all one word on Instagram. L-E-C-H-O-S-A-S, Hot Sauce. All one word on Instagram, Lechosa's Hot Sauce. And you know what? Be sure to go buy your own to purchase your own bottle of hot sauce, 
Lechosa's Hot Sauce, right? www.lechosashotsauce.com. That's www.lechosashotsauce.com. And make sure you tell them podcast about another century. So, without further ado, now it's time for the number 10 spot on my list. And that number 10 spot is... Hello, my faithful fellow listeners. Welcome to another episode of Podcast About Nothing. But before I get into it, let me do my formalities. Have you ever thought about traveling or, or throwing a party or quinceanera or bar mitzvah? And you're on Instagram? Well, go follow what occasion. What occasion? All one word. It's a travel agency and a party planning company. Go follow what occasion. All one word. No matter what the occasion, go with what occasion. Fifty cent. Fifty cent. Fifty. Fifty cent number ten. Now, I know a lot of y'all are probably thinking, Fifty, the dude that made power. Yes, him. Yes, he dropped a classic album in Get Rich or Die Trying. Now, some of y'all may be too young for that, because when Get Rich or Die Trying came out, I was like twelve or something. So. A lot of you may have been too young to... Well, hell, I was too young to listen to 50, but that that's neither here nor there. I seen the impact that 50 had. I felt the impact that 50 had on me. 50... 50 was the first next Tupac. And I know everybody wants to sit up here and say, oh, well, not everybody. Let me not say everybody, because I don't want to put that on everybody. A lot of kids, a lot of children who know the myth of Tupac would like to say that 6ix9ine is the modern day Tupac. Tupac would never snitch for one. 6ix9ine is snitching. That, I'm not going to get into that. 50 was the first next Tupac. He was the first. He... Look, he dropped a classic album in Get Rich or Die, Get Rich or Die Trying. He had a movie called Get Rich or Die Trying, which I saw maybe three times. Not in theaters. I saw it once in theaters. Again, I was entirely too young to see that movie. But that but the, anyway, he had he's he has ended and or slowed up careers. Being Ja Rule, he slowed up Fat Joe's career for a little bit. Uh, he threw a monkey wrench in the role for Rick Ross. Rick Ross, Rick Ross had slowed down for a little bit. Rick Ross had, it was for a little period of time. Rick Ross had disappeared for a little bit. Y'all may not remember that, but it was a quick little period in time. Rick Ross had disappeared after being called Officer Ricky and 
and all this other stuff. And then the real Ricky Ross came out of jail and was saying, yo, you can't, which is kind of why Rick Ross doesn't go by Rick Ross anymore. He kind of goes by Rose now, but uh, 50 to somebody's baby mama out shopping, which 6ix9ine did to Chief Keith or I don't, I don't remember who he did that to. But 50 took somebody's baby mama out shopping. I can't remember who it was. Was it Rick Ross or was it? No, no, it probably. Anyway, 50 had this mentality: either you're against, either you're with me, or you're against me. So that's where the whole beef came in when he started dissing Nas. He started dissing Fat Joe. He started dissing Rick Ross. He started dissing Jada Kiss. He started dissing. I think that was it. Because they they all did a song with uh, Ja Rule. But, oh, man, my pen. Dang it. There you go. So, um, yeah, 50 had a classic hip-hop album. Um, Get Rich Without Trying. The Massacre was good. It was, it was good. I wouldn't say it was great. It was, it was like a three and a half star out of five. Um, maybe not even a three and a half. Maybe a three. 3.2 star in a, out of five. Um, it was good. It was it was good. And then you have to incorporate all of the mixtapes. You have to incorporate G Unit. You have to incorporate the clothing label, the shoes, and all that stuff, which people were buying. Fifty had brought back the the um, gangster apparel to hip hop. Like he brought that back because Jay Jay Z for a while was saying, you know. Get a suit, tape it up, put on a button-up shirt, throw away your jerseys. 50 came in, changed all that back up. Um, yeah, so 50 is number 10. 50 is number 10. For sure. 50 is number 10. 50 Cent is number 10. Number 9. I'm going Kendrick. I'm going K Dot right here. Kendrick Lamar. Now I know y'all may feel. <laughs> how is Kendrick Lamar number nine? Because this is my list. My 25 favorite. I don't know how much weight this list is going to carry, but this is my list. I got Kendrick at number nine because Kendrick can rap. Kendrick has inspired. A, f a few rappers out here. A few of them. He's a, he's inspired a few rappers out here. Yeah, I got Kendrick at number nine. I mean, the album, Damn, is my favorite Kendrick album. And I know a lot of people go back to Section 80. I went back, listened to Section 80. I don't like it. Good Kid, Mad City was... Good Kid, Mad City was pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. I'll give that like a 3.8 out of 5. Uh, but, section, but Section 80, I, I didn't like Section 80. I didn't like Section 80. So, um, yeah, I didn't like Section 80. But Damn is a is a great album, man. Like I had to, I got to give Damn like a 4.2 out of five, something like that. That's a that's a great album. That is that that's a fan. That is a phenomenal album. That it, that really is. It's a phenomenal album, man. I really like that album a lot. Like from beginning to end, too. Man, I might have to give it a 4.5 probably. 
Uh, I'm gonna go 4.35. I'm gonna go that. I'm gonna go 4.35. That was a man. That, that album was phenomenal. Man, I might have to listen to that today. Actually, that was a great album. I got. I got to give Kendrick his props on that album, man. That album was. Yeah, that album was dope. Um, I don't want to say it was a classic album though. I don't. I can't put it in as a classic. For Kendrick Lamar, that's his classic, but I don't. Damn, didn't it? I don't know, man. It didn't. It hasn't matured well. I don't think. But I'm not the biggest Kendrick fan either, so I really don't know. But Kendrick's a a, a great lyricist. His pen game is on point. Between Damn and Good Kid, Mad City, you know. I mean, come on. To Pimp a Butterfly, I didn't like. The other album he had um, was that I. I think that was the name. I think that was the name of it. I. I think. Or was that the name of a song? I don't. I don't know. Um, to Pimp a Butterfly, I didn't like. Un the Untitled Joint album he had, I didn't like that either. But um, Damn and Good Kid, Mad City for sure, man. Fantastic albums. Fan like fantastic albums for sure. I gotta give that man his props, man. That was, that was two great albums. One of them, you can probably even argue, it, it could be a classic. Like, it could be in the top 50 all-time hip-hop albums. Damn, could be. So, I got to pay homage to K-Dot, man. I didn't really like him that much when he first started, but... Oh, wow, it just started raining out of nowhere. Huh. Um, I didn't... I didn't really vibe with K Dot that much when he first started, but I, I, I look forward to his to his music now. I, I really do. I, I really do look forward to his music now. Um. Um. Anyway, but yeah, man, I, I gotta give a lot of props to K Dot. So yeah, I got him number nine. Got him number nine on my top twenty-five favorite rappers list. But now. Now it's time for number eight. Number eight, Joyner Lucas. I gotta put Joyner in there. Because just, just lyrics alone, just lyrically alone, man. He's one of the best rappers alive right now. Just off of lyrics. Now, I know he hasn't had a lot of mainstream success. Um, and I know with a lot of his music, it, it doesn't touch you well. Like, his music hits different when he drops a video for it. Versus just listening to it. Just listening to the audio of his songs. It hits differently when there's visuals connected. Um, he has a track called Keep It A Hundred. And on that song, he speaks from the he speaks from the point of view of a hundred dollar bill that had that started off that started off um inside of a cash register, but then that store got robbed. So then the hundred dollar bill went to the robber's wallet, and then the robber went to went to go gamble, and then a shootout happened. The robber got shot and killed. 
And then uh, one of the shooters picked up the wallet. So now the shooter has the $100 bill. Then the shooter went to a strip club, gave the $100 bill to a stripper. Then the stripper took that $100 bill, took that $100 bill, and was doing and used it to sniff to sniff uh, cocaine. And then her pimp came, beat her up, took that money, bought, and then that pimp used that money to buy some drugs, gave it to a drug dealer, and then the drug dealer was running from the cops, dropped his money, and then a homeless man picked up the money and took it to the same store that got robbed, right? Now, on that $100 bill, there was, like, some red writing on their $100 bill. So, the homeless man picked up that $100 bill, took it to the same store that got robbed, and went to go buy some food, and he used a $100 bill. And then the, the store clerk that got robbed recognized the $100 bill. So, then the store clerk thought that, that, that when he got robbed, he thought that that homeless man was the one that robbed him. Because he had that same $100 bill. Then that store clerk took out a gun and shot the homeless man because he thought that homeless man was the one that robbed him. And the name of that song is called Keep It A Honey. Now, if you're listening to the song, you wouldn't get that. But then, even though he kind of, he raps on the perspective of being a $100 bill. But when you watch the, vid the video with it, man. And, and I'm not going it, it, you know Joyner dropped the song um, I'm not racist again listening to that song by itself with no visuals it doesn't hit as hard but when you listen to the but when you listen to the song with the visuals it hits different also he had the song um he had the song uh I'm sorry and on this song I'm sorry he speaks from the perspective of someone that's committed suicide and then on the second verse he speaks from the perspective of himself because his cousin actually committed suicide so he was speaking from the perspective of someone that committed suicide in the first verse and in the second verse he's speaking from the perspective of the mourner you know what I'm saying the person that's mourning the individual that killed themselves like yo you know when someone kills themselves man you're so hurt you're so angry to the point where you, you start to hate that person for taking their own life and now you gotta go through life without that person you know what I'm saying so a lot of his songs hit different when you watch the video along with the song when he drops visuals. But then you know he had the whole back and forth against Tory Lanez. He had that, which he smoked Tory Lanez on. He remixed everybody's song. He remixed Panda. He remixed DNA. He remixed uh, Look Alive. He remixed. Uh, 21 Savage's song. I, I forgot the name of it. Bank Account or whatever it's called. He remixed Gucci Gang. He had a big 2017, man. He killed 2017. Or was that 2018? No, no, no. That was 2017. He killed 2017. Killed 2017 with the remixes. He was killing it. He has a song with Meat Mill produced by Timberland. Man, like, Joyner Pin Game is it's top notch. It's one of the best. Like, for sure, it's one of the best in the game right now. All right, so number seven, I'm going with Mr. F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S Fabulous. 
One of my favorite rappers, hands down, one of my favorites. He's one of my favorite rappers of all time right now, man. He really is. Um, dang, hold on, hold on. So, I no, I'm gonna save it until the end of the episode. I'm gonna save it for the end of the episode. Uh, and make sure you you listen throughout the whole episode because I got, I'm gonna have to change some things up. And if you're following along at home, make sure you pay attention because I gotta switch some things up. But yeah, number seven, I got fabulous. I got fabulous at number seven, Mr. F A B O L O U S. I mean, with all of the um, mixtapes he dropped, my favorite album from his is Real Talk that came out in 2001. Uh, did it come out the same? It came out on September 11, 2001, the same day as Blueprint, and nobody talks about that. But yeah, Real Talk from Fabulous is my favorite album of his. I love the uh, mixtapes he's dropped. This um, man, I can't remember the name of the mixtapes he had. The Soul Tapes, the Soul Tape mixtapes, man, classic mixtapes, dude, classic. Um, Fabulous kills it on the features. He kills it with the pin game. He's what? What else? What else can I say about F A B O L O U S, man? Like, and he has done songs with some of the greats, like Jay Eminem. Uh, I don't want to say Kanye is a great. He doesn't write his stuff, but um, and he's consistent, and that's the. And that's the one thing I think people forget about Fabulous because when you speak about the lyricism of when you speak about the the lyrical side of rap, people often forget Fabulous. He is one of the most consistent lyrical miracle rappers of ever, ever. And and, and a lot of people love to talk about who's the most underrated. And underappreciated, it's fabulous. Without a doubt, it's fabulous. You can even make an argument for Ludacris, to be honest. He's not on my list. We can make that argument for him. But Fabulous is the most consistent. He's been doing this for like 20 years. He's been doing this for about 20 years. He is the most consistent. He knows how to drop bars on you, come at you with the lyrics. And give you a little track that can play in the club. And he's so laid back. He's chill. Even with his rap style. It's just it's laid back. Fab is the most. Is honestly. The most consistent rapper. Ever. The most. Let me not say the most. But if you want to talk consistency. Where he's going to give you a radio hit. A club hit. And he's going to give you some tracks where he's just dropping lyrics on you. It's fab. It's fab. It is fab. A hundred percent. It's fab. Fab without a doubt, man. Is the most. He, he's consistent. He is consistent with it. He is consistent, man. All right. So I got fabulous at number seven. Now. Yeah, I got Fab at number seven. I just want to let y'all know that I had to make some changes. But make sure you listen throughout the whole episode. Because at the end of the episode, 
I'm going to, um, I got to revamp some things. I got to change some things up. But uh, make sure that y'all listen to the very end of the episode. So, yeah, man, I got, I got, I got fabulous at number seven. Now, number six. Number six. Now, I can't let this episode finish without telling you all about the greatest, tastiest, hottest hot sauce in the hot sauce game. They chose us hot sauce. You can take my word for it. They sent me two free bottles so I can have a little taste. It's the hottest out there. It's the hottest out there. And if you're really into spicy foods, pick up some Lechosa's hot sauce. That's L-E-C-H-O-S-A-S hot sauce. You can find their website on www.lechosa'shotsauce.com. Follow them on Instagram at Lechosa's hot sauce. Again, it's www com. pick up a bottle and let them know that podcast about nothing sent you number six is Lloyd Banks now I know all of you are probably saying who because some of you may be too old B-A-N-K dollar sign Lloyd Banks Christopher Lloyd is his uh, government. Lloyd Banks, the best rapper out of G Unit, for sure he was. I don't know if G Unit is still a thing, but um, his nickname was PLK. PLK stands for the Punchline King. Now, I had this argument back when I was in like eighth grade, because. When I was in eighth grade, when I was 13 years old in 2004, Cassidy was the rapper's rapper, rapper. Everybody loved Cassidy back in 04 and 05. Uh, uh, 03, 04. No, no, just 2004. It was, yeah, it was just 2004. Everybody loved Cassidy in 2004. I didn't see the big deal. I didn't see the big deal in Cassidy because I was listening to Lloyd Banks, who was younger and better. And some of the punchlines that they were coming up with, that they were saying, I was like, nah, Lloyd Banks already said that. Banks Banks already said that on one of his freestyles. Banks said that on one of his mixtapes. Banks said that in one of his songs. Banks also said, and I quoted this to... All of my classmates back in eighth grade. I told them this. Lloyd Banks said in one of his freestyles. If your song sound like I wrote it. No, no, no. He said if his song sound like I wrote it, I probably did. That was one of his lines. Now, a lot of people trying to make a lot of comparisons and saying. Because back in 2004, Lloyd Banks was a big deal back in 2004. Back in 2004, 2003. He was a big deal because we'd never seen punchlines be thrown at us so rapidly the way Banks was doing it and the way Cassidy was doing it since Big L. And Big L was back in the late 80s. And um and and arguably so, um Big L is the punchline god. 
Lloyd Banks is the punchline king. Like, doing the whole... And when I say punchlines, I'm talking metaphors and all that stuff. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about metaphors. And punchlines as well. Punchlines doesn't have to be a metaphor. But, but you know, punchlines are... It's just like in a joke. You, you, you tell the opening line that leads up to the punchline. And it's like, oh! That makes the crowd go crazy. That's what Lloyd Banks did. That's what Cassidy did, but... A lot of his was biting off of Banks. And I used to hear all the time, yo, well, what if Banks bit off of Cassidy? Okay, well, this came, this freestyle came out in 2001, 2000, when Lloyd Banks was like 19 years old. These mixtapes dated back to like 2000, 2001. Banks was like 19 at that time. So it's like, Banks was better than the Cassidy at rapping. But one, a reason why Banks couldn't sustain a, a, a consistent spot was because he was too much of a mixtape rapper where he would try to bar you down. And I love rapping, rapping. To me, that's rapping, rapping. I love rapping, rapping. I love artists. I love rappers that rap, rap. And Lloyd Banks was one of those rappers, rappers. Where he, he can't, he can't, he hits you with the punchlines. He hits you with the metaphors. He, he will bar you to death. Um, and I love that about Lloyd Banks. I started writing poetry and writing rhymes when I was like 12 years old in like the seventh grade. I was like 12 or 13 years old in the seventh and eighth grade. And I listened to Fabulous. I listened to Lloyd Banks. I was listening to 50 Cent. I was listening to Mace. I was listening to Method Man. And I was listening to Jay-Z. That's how I got my writing skills from. That Listening to those six, seven rappers is where I got my writing skill from. I, I mimic a lot of New York style because a lot of New York style is, is punchline, bar, 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 punchline. So Lloyd Banks was one of my favorites. I, I couldn't put him in the top five. I couldn't. Because of who I have in my top five. And with all the love I'm showing Lloyd Banks, y'all better get ready for the next episode because it's going to be downright disgusting how much love I'm going to show my top five. And you know what? What else in my top five? Y'all are going to be... I, I, I think a few of y'all are going to be like, what? Now, there are some names I haven't listed yet. And if you know me well, you're like, wait, you didn't name... Don't worry. I'm going to name them. Don't worry about that. I'm going to name the names. If you know me well enough, you're going to know. I'm going to name those names. I'm going to do the top five in my next episode. I'm going to name those names. Don't you worry about it. If you know me well, you know the two names I'm talking about that I have yet to list. Don't worry. They're coming in the top five. Don't worry about it. And I know y'all are also thinking about, well, there's, I know there's four, maybe even five names I didn't list. At all yet. Where are they? I'm going to let y'all know right now. Here's a little sneak peek. I'm not going to say the name. But one of those rappers that you're thinking of. I'm just not a big fan of. I like his music. But I can't put him in my top five. Because I was never a big fan of his. Because he was beefing with somebody. Who I absolutely love. And my fan the fan girl that lives inside of me, I can't put that rapper in my top 25 because he was beefing with one of my all-time favorite favorite rappers of all time. 
And I hate to be biased like that, but I can't put him in my top 25. And also, I don't go to his catalog of music the way I do everybody else in my top 25, so I just can't do it. I just can't do it. But don't worry. My top five is coming. And y'all better be right, man. Listen up, man. And I, I want all the hate. I want all the shade. I want all the tea. I want all the love that y'all can possibly give off my top 25 rappers list. And make sure y'all share. Make sure y'all comment. Make sure y'all like. This has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I have been your host, The Apex. And until the next time, mind your business and count your blessings. Or not. Stay blessed, my friends. Stay blessed.